Hello, everyone. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank you all for joining us today. This podcast was recorded and is made available to you by Whitley Penn LLP and WP Wealth LLP solely for informational purposes. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and are not intended to be construed as the provision of financial or investment advice by Whitley Penn or WP Wealth. The information discussed in this podcast is accurate as of the day it was recorded, but may then become outdated over time. Please feel free to contact us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns in regard to the content presented. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Whitley Pin Talks. It's your host this week, Matt McGee. I'm joined by our resident insurance and long-term care expert, WP, and we're here to discuss long-term care. Uh, let's get right into it. So, WP, who needs long-term care? Matt, uh, I think, in my opinion, everyone needs some type, some type of long-term care uh, because at some point in their life, if they live long enough, there's a chance that something may occur where they'll need that type of assistance. Um, it can be a financial burden if you don't have some type of assistance with long-term care. The only type, I would say, of uh, people that do not really need it are going to be the wealthy, the ultra-wealthy, people that have enough assets that they can go to and turn to in a time of need and not really affect their overall estate uh, and assets. So I do believe it's something that everyone should have. Uh, but I do think that the wealthy are able to weather that storm if something is to occur. Mm-hmm. About what age do a lot of people start considering this? Is it 40? Is it 50, 60? Like when is a good time to start considering it and when is a little bit too late? Yeah, I would say that uh, in the 40s is something to consider because the price is much less than if you wait too long, because there's a time if you wait too long that it gets too expensive, Mm -hmm. price prohibitive, and also uh, medical issues. If you're younger, you're most likely pretty healthy and able to get it without a problem, whereas if you wait too long, you may have medical conditions that may prohibit you from getting it. Absolutely. so I'm sure a lot of people have dealt with it as with their parents and different things like that. I mean, there's a number of different facilities out there. It can get pretty confusing. What are some of the different, like, call it triggers and places uh, people uh, <clears throat> can go to for, for care? Well, I think the places that most people want to stay is going to be at their home. Yeah. Uh, they feel most comfortable at home. Uh, everybody seems to want to stay at home and not have to go anywhere. Uh, so that would be the first priority of most people. Uh, the next would be assisted living centers where they're able to basically still take care of themselves to a point, but they still need, uh, I would say, assistance possibly with food and maybe a little care during the day, um, but not full care. Uh, the next step would be long-term care facilities, and that's going to be for somebody that's basically there for the duration of their life. Uh, and uh, it kind of is uh, most likely where you're going to end up, uh, and most, because most time in assisted, assisted living, you're going to be healthy enough to take care of yourself until that next stage. 
they do have facilities which would be lockdown facilities and that's going to be for people that have early dementia issues or Alzheimer's and they're going to be or have a need to be in a facility locked down where they ha can't just leave the facility and there's a reason for that is because you've seen it a lot of times where people will get away somehow they get out of the facility uh, in that lockdown and they're looking for them they've been on even like a, a TV like an Amber Alert except it's for an older person uh, so that would be the lockdown uh, what they do also have is adult daycare it's kind of strange if you think about it when you're young uh, you are dropped off at daycare as a child they have places now, if you have a family that is taking care of you, they have adult daycare facilities where they can drop, an, a, a, let's say their father, their mother uh, that needs help, they can drop them off uh, at an adult day, daycare service uh, place, and that way it allows them to go out and do what they need to do, run errands and do things that uh, they need to get done during the day. One thing I would say is that uh, the new, it, new thing that's going on in out in the marketplace is going to be transition places of, of residences. So you start off in a small like garden home and that's going to be where you're independent living. You don't need any help, you can take care of yourself, but it's all in the same area. And the next stage from that would be assisted living and then that would carry yourself to long-term care uh, facilities all in the same area so it's a transition to it's kind of easier for people they mm -hmm. feel like and uh, we're starting to see a lot of those uh, being built and more and more as the transition of the baby boomers getting older I bet uh, let's get a little bit into uh, the different types of long-term care contracts okay the different types that you're gonna see in in the one that's been around forever, long, for a number of years, is the individual long-term care policies. And what has happened is a lot of companies have exited the long-term care market because there are a few things that happened is they missed how many claims they were going to have, which they have a, a way to set the price of policies, and that's one of the things they look at is how many claims do they expect. The other is going to be how long do they have to pay. So what's the duration that somebody's going to be in a facility? So how many years do they have to pay? The other thing as well is how many canceled their policies. Uh, that's one of the big things they look at is they expect a number of cancellations. And what has happened over the years is more people have kept those policies and not lapsed them or let them go. Um, what we have seen, though, is a lot of premium increases. That's been one of the reasons those companies that got out of the business, they still maintain that block of business that they sold. And what we've seen is clients that have had as high as 72% increases. And what they do is they give them an option. They'll say, here's your increase. It's going to be a 72% increase because we have seen two of those recently. Or you can reduce your benefit, your monthly benefit, by this amount, which is a drastic drop and the benefits so that's really what we, we've seen so they're really not in the market as much and they're very expensive and their premiums are not guaranteed uh, the next is going to be the hybrid type policy and that's going to be a life insurance policy where you can add a long-term care rider and the way that works is to explain is just to give you an example let's say you have a five hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy 
and you put a rider on that policy that's going to have a 4% long-term care rider, what that means is that you're able to access up to 4% per month of the death benefits. So 4% of the 500000 that's going to be a $20,000 amount that you can access for long-term care if it's needed. You don't have to take the twenty; it's just whatever you need. Whatever you use will come off the death benefit at that time of death. If you don't ever use it, the death benefit, the full amount will pay to the beneficiaries. So that's been a real popular plan with people because they know they're going to get something back from it. Um, the other type I would say is a single premium uh, policy and that's going to be for somebody that has enough assets, let's say in the bank, that's not earning anything right now. Let's just say it's only 1%. Uh, if they took $100,000 from their bank account, they could put it into a long-term care individual single premium policy. What that does is that 100000 will buy and leverage to give you a pool of money that can be used for long-term care. Uh, let's give you an example. The 100000 might have a 65-year-old male or female. If the 100000 would be able to leverage and create $240,000 that you could access mm-hmm. for long-term care, and you can select how many years, if it's five, six, or seven, that's something that the person can decide. It usually will have a rider, which would be a 5%, let's say, compounding interest rate, or simple. Uh, the ones that have the compounding will generate a substantial amount of money, let's say at age 80, because that compounding starts in at year one. You don't have to be on the claim. It just will start at year one, and every year it increases by 5%, compounding. So at age 80, you might have close to seven hundred to 800000 as a pool of money that you can turn to for long-term care. The last is going to be some annuities have been used in the past, but with the environment of such a low interest rate right now, it's, it really is not uh, something that's been used a lot lately. Yeah, a couple follow-up questions there. Like, What is the average duration that people need long-term care? And on those life insurance products that have the long-term care rider, are those guaranteed? Like, Are the premiums guaranteed on the life insurance product? What The way it works, one, I would say duration has increased uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, years. Years ago, I would say that people would last two years to three years. Now, I think it's starting to increase a little more. Uh, people are living longer yeah. because of technology and medicine, so that's part of the reason that people are staying alive longer and uh, being taken care of in facilities. Uh, so. That is probably the, the age. It can go a lot farther. It can go a lot farther out, uh, but you still have a benefit limit on most of these policies. Um, the life insurance policy, the policy itself depends on the contract. There's whole life policies that have a rider for long-term care. Uh, they have dividends. Dividends are not guaranteed. The rider itself may be guaranteed. Okay. Uh, a universal life policy, uh, is the death benefit instead of dividends is going to be tied to the interest rate that's credited to the policy. The long-term care rider is fixed and can't go up. So that cost for the, on the policy is a fixed cost and can increase. And the, diff, the, the life insurance part is just going to be dependent upon either interest rates 
or the dividends on a whole life policy. Just to give you a couple examples. Yeah, that that makes sense. Obviously, 2020 has been a very unique year. I know a lot of people you'll see on the news where uh, people are on lockdown and in different situations depending on uh, what age and what stage they're at. Uh, Are these long-term care policies, do they give you the ability to to stay at home or do you have to go into a a facility? Yeah, well, what I'd say at first is uh, the way you're covered on long-term care I'll talk about the facilities, but most of the time it falls on the family. Mm -hmm. And for years, that's just the way it's been. The family ends up being the caregiver. It could be the spouse, but there gets a point in time where that spouse is not able to care for their husband or wife. So it ends up falling on the children or grandchildren of the person that needs help. Um, The other thing is self-funding. As I said earlier, wealthy people don't have to worry but there's a lot of people out there that don't have that kind of wealth, and if they're using their own assets to pay for long-term care, it can really dwindle the amount that they're taking out and what they needed for retirement, let's say. Um, Self-funding, and then the Medicaid, that's gonna be if you do deplete all your assets, or if you don't have any assets really that's substantial, you would fall under the Medicaid, where you'd be basically not placed in maybe a facility that you would want to be placed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's different levels of how nice some of these facilities are. Uh, around Fort Worth, I know we have really nice facilities, all the way down to some older facilities that may not offer the same amenities. Um, but with COVID-19, this year's kind of brought it to the forefront where we've probably, I know I've seen on TV, quite a few times where there has been facilities. It could be either assisted or long-term care facilities where somebody has been infected. And when that happens, they go into lockdown. And it's been kind of really a a terrible situation for families because once that has occurred, the families aren't able to go in because they're trying to keep people from coming in that might be able to bring the spread of COVID. So you could have a facility that none of the patients and none of the employees have it but they're still worried about people coming in to see the family members that could bring it in. And once it starts, I've seen a lot of those facilities where they have 30 to 40 breakouts. So it's pretty sad when you have family members that can't go in to see their elder, let's say their grandfather, their great-grandfather, their grandmother, whatever it may be. They end up, and I've seen it on TV, where they have to communicate through the window. And that, to me shows that I think in in the future people are going to take a harder look at this and say I would really like to stay home and I don't want to end up maybe in a long-term facility where another type of pandemic comes along that I'm not able to get out. I'm pretty much there and I can't see my family. So I think that that's once again when I said earlier most people want to stay at home and I think going forward we're gonna see that more and more because of what's going on with this pandemic because who knows what's gonna bring us in the future, another pandemic, but I think it's gonna make people aware of possibly other options than going into a long-term care facility or assisted care facility, let's say. Yeah, absolutely, that makes total sense. Uh, WP, thanks for doing this. Uh, Where can people find us if they're interested in learning a little bit more about long-term care or maybe some of the life insurance products that we offer? Uh, You can always find us on wpwealth.com. 
the Apple Podcast, LinkedIn, and you can always get a lot of information off Google as well. Yeah. Uh, it'll give you up-to-date information about different options that are available that we've just spoken about. Uh, but uh, it is something I think that uh, is something to consider. Nobody likes to talk about this, uh, but all of a sudden it'll be in the forefront because of, it'll be a family member or a grandparent or let's say it's a, a grandmother that you'll end up experiencing what happens and you'll see it firsthand. And it's not, it's not something that's pretty, but it's something people have to think about and talk about even though it's not much fun to, 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 do, to do that. So uh, I appreciate it, Matt. Yeah, thank you. And we'll see you next week.